Dano, and here we are once again for another version and another episode of We Straddle. Yes, we Bridge, are. Bridging the divide within ourselves and in our spiritual communities. I can't think of a better time to be doing that than this week. Oh, golly gee. What? Is there something coming up next week? I sort of vaguely remember some kind of major yeah. event next week, but I'm not sure I remember what it is. Can you remind me? Uh, oh, oh yeah, I just I just remembered. There's an election. That's mm. right, the U.S. presidential election and all the uh, other, other elections going on. That's right. Mm. Big big stuff. Not Very that there's any polariz polarizing going on there. Nah. No, it seems like uh, everybody's just on the same page. I would say. <laughs> <laughs> not. So we're looking at a pretty big explosion of polarity coming into the election. And I think November 4th is going to be an interesting day, November 4th and beyond. And from all I can gather is really there's, um, uh, it's, it's not going to be a clean, clean cut deal. And so, you know, here we are, we're looking at, uh, at, at, we're looking at straddling the polarization and we're looking at how we position ourselves and find ourselves and respond to extreme polarization that's going on. After the election, it is going to explode with anger on both sides. And there's going to be finger pointing, you know, each side is going to be saying you stole the election. That that, and and uh, and it's it's really a very very difficult situation. Darren and I come from you know a certain perspective in terms of our political beliefs and our orientation. Uh, we're quite concerned about the election and what's happening, but it's really not about our views per se. It's really more about how we navigate these times and, and, and these uh, fractures that are happening in a way that doesn't further uh, polarize it. Uh, or, you know, and we're also uh, looking for, for greater meaning and greater opportunity that is making itself available during these times. Yes, and that's really what I wanna focus on is the opportunity here, the bigger picture, because Certainly sensationalism and drama is what makes media sell their product and what has been repeated to us over and over and over. And I actually want to take a little issue with something you said that you said uh, for sure, definitely there'll be this intense finger pointing of you stole the election. And while that is likely, it's certainly likely, I'm also there's many other possibilities that could happen. So I just want to leave open all the possibilities okay. that we Excellent. may be surprised Yes. Although you're talking about the most likely timeline here, you might say of okay. that, that'll certainly acknowledge. Mm -hmm. But what is the, the bigger opportunity of what we have here is that to remember that another aspect of polarization, there's the obvious one that we have the Republicans and Democrats and these two sides. But there's another side of polarity, which is that 
in t one side of it is crisis, difficulty, danger. Like you're pulling cards out at the I Ching, you likely could pick cards like that. And the other side would be the higher transcendent truth that's coming out of this struggle. Like we were speaking before we did this, that one of the esoteric teachings is called the rays of creation, R-A-Y-S. And this is that there's these massive cosmic rays that represent different aspects of reality and experience that are literally the building blocks of the universe. And that we as people embody different of these rays that give us different types of personalities or different uh, things we're directed to in life. And, and so one of the rays that represents the United States of America as a country is the fourth ray, which is orange, and it's called harmony through conflict. That's what it's actually called, harmony through conflict. It means through a process of intense conflict and struggle and polarization, some higher harmony comes from it. And I, like Dan and I were talking before we started this about our vision for that, like how we see out of this cauldron of bubbling polarity and churning and intense feelings and mass amount of attention focused toward this, what could be this bigger thing that's being birthed out of it? And Dan, you had a beautiful insight about that. I'd love for you to share again, because I really loved it. Sure. So, yeah, it's funny. I didn't, it wasn't until today that I remembered, you know, the moment, right? oh my gosh, there's this thing uh, that Carl Jung uh, wrote about. And, uh, you know, I'm a real fan of Carl Jung and the depth uh, archetypal psychology thing. And uh, so he is talking about something called the transcendent function. And it's this idea that it really is a, uh, it, it's a, it's a function of maturity. And if you're mature enough to be able to hold two opposing viewpoints or a situation where there's a polarization, where you, on one hand, you have got one here and you've got another here, and there seems to be no resolution, and it's tearing you apart, and it's really hard, that simply being able to sit with the polarization, simply being able to hold it, holding the tension of the opposites is what it's called in the alchemical tradition, uh, is that from that, a third can emerge. Mm, yeah. and, and so it's not about resolution, per se. It's not about, you know, you don't want to collapse into one or the other. It's being able to hold it and that there's something else that's trying to come through that neither side is able to, to, to provide. And, and it just feels like that's kind of maybe what's happening right now. Well, I really love that, Dan. I, I really resonate with that deeply that because there's never going to be a resolution between these two polarized sides, like one winning over the other one. Because I, I saw a quote on the news today where some man who's a strong Trump supporter was saying, well, you may defeat Trump, but you'll never get rid of me. And that was a very strong statement. Like, you know, Trump may lose the election, but he's created, he's mobilized this huge, very powerful movement of people that passionately believe in something. And progressives can look at them and say, these people are so misguided. They're so 
messed up, but they're not. They, they're, they're human beings with powerful passions and devotion to something that they've recognized that they're devoted to. Now, I may believe that some of that devotion is misguided or they're not seeing the bigger picture, but the actual devotion itself that they're feeling is very real. Just like the people who are on the progressive side who are mobilizing in record numbers to be volunteering on every level and going deep in their pocketbook to donate and phone banks and that all that devotion is real. And the, the third thing you talked about being birthed out of it, I feel is a very profound thing because it's not about either or it's about what this is creating. And it's something about the forward movement of our society. It's about this ascension to a higher level of consciousness that's birthed in this turmoil of the polarization. And I'd love to see if we could come up with some more specifics, because I mean, that's very general and vague. Like, what are some specific visions that we may have about what that might look like? And even if you don't know in advance, Dan, just reach into your gut and see if you could come up with something, and I'll try to do the same. Well, actually, I had a wonderful opportunity to uh, speak with a friend uh, this past week, and um, and it's it was it was it's pretty hard because uh, we see things quite differently. Um, but we've both been in the I, I think you might call it the conspiritual camp for a number of years, where we've both been really looking into conspiracy, conspiracy and you know, it, and there's a lot going on underneath the surface of things. And um, but we've 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 diverged in the last three or four years, and so we got down. We were able to, you know, essentially we're looking at a conversation between a Trump supporter and a not Trump supporter, and we were, you know, just in the dirt with looking at, you know, just like no this and wait a minute no that, but I kept saying how can we agree to disagree? How can I respect you? You respect me. But where is, and I, we, there was a table next to us and I was, I, <clears throat> I, I was, you know, I put my hand on the table and it's like, how can we be here? Whereas all of this clutter and division and, and, and confusion that's happening sort of below the table, it, it, it just is, you know, where, where can we stand where we can laugh at each other and kind of laugh at it. And, um, and, and maybe, you know, and that's, the, there was no resolution to this conversation and there was very strong feelings uh, that were, were stirred up. And I'm, I just, I really care for this, this friend very deeply. And, and, and it was, a, and I love the opportunity to be able to be engaged with people from, I don't know if you want to call it the other side, but um, I, uh, so I, I don't know, that's just, it's like to be in the tension of the opposites and for us to not just point fingers and blame the other side, that there's something that is, can come out of this that is not of one side or another. Yeah, but this is really rich stuff to develop here. <clears throat> and so, you talked about holding the tension point. That has a lot of meaning for me because it's, I've, I have experienced this. I've also you know, learned it through my studies that a tension point, which has a feeling of chaos and 
sometimes intensity and conflict and so on is something that precedes some kind of system going to a higher level of order. And there is this um, Russian physicist named Ilya Prigogi, you know, got the Nobel Prize for demonstrating that in terms of the laws of thermodynamics. Like he showed that if an open system of energy is ready to go to a higher level of, of energy and organization, it first goes into a period of chaos. He showed this scientifically and got the Nobel mm -hmm. Prize for it. So mm -hmm. I think we're seeing this, you know, in terms of people. So if we hold it, like what you said is, rather than judging it as right or wrong and reacting to it, if we can take those energies and dial them back and just like sit and feel the discomfort and just accept it. Yeah. That like, even in my own personal process, like on my, what I called spiritual path, I have found that over and over again, that there's times I feel like such chaos in my life and such a feeling like things are falling apart and I'm losing my bearings. Mm -hmm. And if I react to it, I can just get deeper into the doo-doo. But if I stay with it and meditate and keep a feeling of love and connectedness, I often feel like my life elevates to like a new level of initiation or perception. And I've seen this, you know, on so many people that I've worked with as well. So I believe that's what's happening. Like the United States is on the brink of this initiation into a greater order. And I, I want to challenge myself to be more specific. So specifically, what could that look like is I feel like there are real problems that need like us to collectively like, roll up our sleeves and get to work solving them. And that ultimately, I don't feel like the red states and blue states, I think in both cases, there's probably that attitude of wanting to get together and solve problems to make life better. And we, right now, there's a lot of intense different beliefs about the prioritizations and a lot of finger pointing. It, it seems like maybe this could be a feeling of like heart space breaking out. Like, like I often fantasized about like Israelis and Arabs who have been at odds, like just waking up someday and just feeling more like, oh my God, we, you know, we, we need to get together and solve these issues. And, and just like somehow like go through the painful process of letting go of all the bitterness and solve these things. And so I, I, that's what my vision is that we realize we have a planet, we have a society, we have children growing up, new generations, and there's real issues. We have, you know, epidemics, we have changes. In, and instead of holding these positions that we actually, the softening might come from, we, you know, we got to solve it. And that, that's, that's the closest I can see. I don't know exactly how that would come down. So I, I think, uh, you know, specifics uh, can be uh, a little challenging uh, when looking at this next little point that I want to make, which is um, that I think it's almost like we're being asked to, uh, to get to a fundamental, a, found, a new foundation upon which democracy is built. Mm -hmm. And that that foundation is the core, deep, sovereign self that is uh, referred to in the, you know, in the esoteric traditions, the, the Adam Kadmon is, is in the Kabbalah, the, the divine being, you know, uh, the, and the, you know, that's fueled by the indwelling light, the Shekhinah, or the, or the luminous epinoia is the word in the Gnostic system, the, the, the divine light that 
is who we are, and yet it is shrouded. And, and it feels like this may be like an opportunity in time for this core self to finally uh, get its a toehold into this reality where it can it can where we're coming from that uh, what ray of love and uh, it's it's been I, I just I had an experience this last week of where I my heart was just so open and I just I, I was doing um, a consultation group and I just loved I, the people that I was meeting with and uh, and I and 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 just and a good friend of mine has been having some experiences like this where she's been just sort of overcome with the sense of just um, the beauty that is she's she's immersed in and and I know this sounds like you know almost sappy or yeah we've been sort of doing this for eons but I think that there's something happening where um, we are being asked to to like um, when I'm with my friend, how I, it's the frequency of the love that is the foundation upon which a new relationship can be made and, and a new relation, you know, a relationship with the earth, a relationship with nature, food supply, energy systems, the way we treat the earth, nuclear energy is such not in that frequency and, uh, you know, fossil fuel burning, you know, systems are, are just, there's so much, it's almost like the whole um, the system that we're in, a corporate uh, dominant capitalist system that has ravaged our economies and our nature and our democracies, frankly, that th that system is crumbling. And, and it's almost like the fracture that we're seeing is that opportunity for it to crumble in which we can claim a, 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 a democratic, a new, you know, a new found, you know, sort of democracy that's based on the, on the absolute love and care for each person. And it sounds so ideal and, you know, and in utopian, but we got, we got a lot of good troopers out here who were really rooting for a new world. Yeah, that's, that's, that's profound. It, and as I listen to you, I'm thinking about like how that, you know, plays out. Like it seems like in a way that these things about valuing love and taking care of the earth and taking care of each other and all that seems to be more in the realm of the progressive Democrat kind of, because those are the issues that are, are very valuable. Well, like things like protecting the environment and to, um, you know, greater human rights and equality seem, but that's really unfortunate that it would be seen that way because I don't think Democrats and progressives have any monopoly on love. In other words, I'm, yeah. I'm so no. like, I mean, I got to respect that even people who want to limit abortion and so on, it comes from their sense of love for those unborn children. So in other words, yeah. it's, it's yeah. I, th I think love is, is, is the universal peace that straddles mm -hmm. over over these seeming divides that we're talking about. Nice and, you know, I, you're right that, you know, maybe through the harmony, through conflict, that harmony that we come through conflict is the second ray of love and wisdom. And that, 
you know, really, if you look at the rays, they're all important because the first ray is power. Second ray is love and wisdom. Third ray is intelligence. And then the fourth ray is harmony through conflict. And then there's other ones like scientific, concrete. And I feel like it's just, it's not about that one of them being right or one being wrong. It's just they're each one of them. In fact, I'll go through all of them while we're doing it. The first one is power. Second one is love and wisdom. Third one's intelligence. Fourth one is harmony through conflict. The fifth is concrete science. The sixth is sort of like devotion. And the seventh is like higher spirituality. So like somehow we need all of those. And, and so maybe that higher place where we don't see ourselves as one against the other is really what we're going to. And, you know, I think that Trump has done the great service of being the iconic class to help say that we got to break down these old systems. So that's been his great contribution. I, I got to admit, even though I'm, I'm not personally a Trump supporter, and let's say on the progressive side, there's been the contribution of, but wait a minute, let's take care of these values, takes care of each other, human rights, the earth, you know, all the races, um, you know, let's, it's, you know, let's take care of the people more. So I just see it, it's, we, we end the either or and find out how it works for everybody. Very good. Well, we're coming, we're coming to the, the twilight of our show here. And like I've been twilight, I'd like to say one thing, and that is yes. these next few days, if you hear this before the election, just please be in your heart, be in your soul, be in that love. Yes. And let's <clears throat> just hold this vision of the higher good in this election and the post-election period. Because if we hold that vision, we are helping to actualize it. Yes. And the integrity of leadership. That's what we're, that's what we all want is integrity of leadership. And so, okay, well, thanks for joining us. Uh, and uh, good luck as we move it. Today's Friday, so we're, you know, a few days before the election. And uh, so we'll pick it up next time and we'll see what happens. It's all very uh, dicey. So thank you, Darren. Thank you, Dano, and thanks to everybody who's listening. We really appreciate you. Peace.